morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, Thursday, January 12th. Four days into the week, what do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's as easy as giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Arlene is in today to take your phone calls, answer your questions, walk you through your order. You can go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Point and click. It's that simple. You can look at the product, order the product, wait for the product. We ship you the product. It never fails. It's an easy process, and we follow through on it every single time. And then you can get the news to disturb the comfortable where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. As always, this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner. His name's Joe Jaquin. He's the man behind the show. He's the money behind the show, but he certainly puts in the hard grinding work of doing all the research to make sure you're in the know. Joe, how are you on a Thursday? Hey, happy Thursday. You know, we are more effective than Black Panther by Odia. When it comes to Black... You know what? 60% of the time, it every, works every, every time. time. I will probably... Every time you <laughs> order Odeon. from us... Yes. Every time you order, you will get your product. It's that simple! 800-951-0592 another rally again <clears throat> i i was just so surprised that you were right i know right i know <laughs> i mean i was wrong 4 weeks ago and wrong was probably too strong of a word i was just a little early You're a little early a with little it. early a little early uh gold at 1204 back above 1200 silver uh, pounding on the door of $17. The Dow is down 160 points. And, and I'm going to tell you, it's it's going to be a great show. The best special in years today. Multi- and, and five, six, seven, eight, nine, I don't know, but it's been... As far as buying uh, gold, the $20 gold pieces, this close to spot, I don't know how long it's been. I mean, we, you probably got to go back to the, you know, the three or 400 days. As far as a percentage above spot, maybe one of the cheapest prices ever. So it's a great day to buy. It's a great day so you got to a buy package, good package uh I, well it's not even a package i got just simply it's, i got 50 20 dollar liberties these are the old ones 1866 to 1907 so 1295 that's awesome that's awesome i mean that's that's yeah. 9192 dollars over spot uh just incredible i hope everybody that has the means is able to take advantage of that uh all yesterday they're all done a uh, great opportunity uh, to start here with the new year to get into that program and, and again without a doubt the best metals program in the industry we have it right here at patriot we didn't have one fed governor we didn't have two fed governors but we had three fed governors come out today and just like we all suspected they have no idea of what it is that's really happening. We're going to talk about why the Dow is down. We're going to talk about why gold is up. 
We're going to talk about why, now that we've kind of gotten through the initial uh, Trump president-elect and getting ready to shift into Trump, Trump the president, what that means for gold, what that means for silver, what that means for Wall Street, we've got it all for you. Uh, uh, it, it's going to be a great one. It really is. And you know what? The, what's interesting is, is this is not top-line news, but this is news. Did you know in the past decade there's been a stunning rise in student loan debt? But did you know this? The number of Americans age 60 and older. It's this one. And student loan quadruple. Quadruple. Uh, well, think about it. Student loans really didn't become prevalent. I mean, those people are probably, a lot of them are in their early 60s, but... The numbers that you really need to get scared about is the ones that are in their late 40s and early 50s well, that are getting ready to be in their 60s well, you ever heard, with student loans. You ever heard that saying, you know, I'm going to be paying off this student loan debt till I die? It's coming to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming to fruition, folks. They ain't paying that thing off. By the way, uh, more store closing. This time it was J.C. Penn. They won't even say how many. He just said, we're closing some. We don't know how many. Boeing announced layoffs today as well. They're going to try to do it with the how much can we pay you to retire today method. And then Amazon. 100,000 jobs, they say, they're going to try to create between now and 2018. And, of course, if Amazon's going to hire 100,000 people, how many more stores do you think are going to close between now and 2018? My guess is going to be a lot more. Uh, we're going to lose a lot more than 100,000 if Amazon's going to hire 100,000. My guess is probably three or four to one. Three or four to one. So... We'll probably lose three to 400,000 retail jobs uh, for Amazon to hire 100,000 uh, people to work for them as, uh, well, let's face it, they, they're they just taking it all over. That's just how it's been going. Um, also, we're going to keep up with the confirmation hearings. I think Ben Carson is up today, and, of course, all of the... The hubbub. I don't know. Did you see Trump in the CNN reporter yesterday? I thought it was hilarious. Well, you know what? The headline was, you know, it's a bit confrontational out there. But he is. Hey, any reporter, he's going, who are you with? Who are you with? Who are you with? Yeah. No, you you're a liar. liar. You're, forget it. You're out. I loved it. Maybe we could actually start dealing in back. Wouldn't that be something? Patriot Radio News Hour, the best special in years. And maybe one of the most important shows to start this new year. Don't touch that dial. Double J in the Love Patriot Radio News Hour. As we sit here and we're watching, uh, gold is up, uh, what, 1204.10 right now, up seven and a half. Uh, silver uh, right behind it, sixteen ninety three. I want to give you a couple of numbers because this is this is kind of where we're going to see the next. And of course, we've been watching this rally for a while. Twelve twenty. I think that's 
Gold's got that in the bag now. I think a, a, a break above twelve twenty, we're going. We're going to see thirteen hundred, and it's going. I mean, we're going to see that this year. But it, but we may see that again. I think we're going to get a very similar pattern. The only difference will be we're not going to have the sell-off because there's no the the election and all that. We're going to get right back in now that the like I said, we're kind of through all this stuff. And the most important thing is to understand what Donald Trump is doing. And we're going to try to put that all together for you. 1220, 1730. 1220 in gold, 1730 in silver. When we break above those two levels, uh, we're probably, you know, we're, we're going to see 1300, uh, and, and you're going to see uh, well over $18 silver. I think by the end of the year, uh, you're going to see 1400 and and 20, maybe $21 uh, an ounce silver. And that's assuming things don't get worse. So like I said, we had three Fed governors out today. The one with the least pull. It was Fed Governor Harker. He came out and said, yes, I've looked at it all. I've looked high, I've looked low, I've looked left, I've looked right. I've looked up and down, and I've seen all the data. And we're going to have three rate hikes. Fed Governor Lockhart, a little more powerful, a little more well-known, I guess. I don't know about power, but more well-known. He came out and said, I've seen it all. I've seen the data. I've looked at the numbers. And I say there's going to be two rate hikes. Sounds like there's an auction going on. We got three, we got two. And, and then the last one, Fed Governor Bullard, probably the the most well-known of the Fed governors, he came out and said, you know what, I've looked at it all. Yeah, I only see one rate hike in 2017. And, and it really just, again, they ha- they don't know what to do. You got to remember now; these people got us here. Right? They're the ones that brought rates down to zero. They're the ones that put four trillion dollars onto the balance sheet. They're the ones that steal money right out from under us. Of course, we let them, and somehow they're supposed to be able to fix it. There is no. They already know this. This is why you get this. Right? Like Omar said, uh, uh, okay, you say three, uh, you go with two, and then you go with one. All we need is someone to say zero and one to say four, and then they got it all covered. But what is it that's really happening? So let's really think about what it is that Donald Trump is going to do. First and foremost, any company that announces any type of jobs being created in some other place, what do you think he's going to do? He's going to fire up the keypad, right? He's going to be launching his Twitter, 
right? Rant. Letting them all know, hey, go ahead. But get ready because you're going to be paying a huge tariff to get that product back in here. Right? We've seen this. So what does that mean? Why would a company, and I don't care who it is, from General Motors to, you know, Joe Schmuckatelli's metal fabricating, why would you move a job? Why would you move a job? Let's just say you've got a plant. And wherever it may be, it could be in Arizona, it could be in Colorado, it could be in Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Why would you move a job? Well, my only thought is cheaper taxes in this state, cheaper taxes in that. It's all money. Money. I'm going to move the job because it's going to save us money. Save or make, right? Save, Save, make. However you'd like to, whatever word you'd like to use, that is what they want to do. And what we didn't know, well, we knew it, because if you listen to us 20 years ago, we were telling you, do you know what NAFTA and GATT were really about? They rewrote the laws. They took away the tariffs so they could move these jobs. See, we... Companies never did it because it didn't save them any money. Didn't it? it didn't make their stock price go up. And so they went out there and they rewrote the laws. And here's what's happened. We said it then and we're saying it again. Eventually we'll want it all back. And now that the debts are twenty trillion and exploding, people are never can retire. We're getting to retirement age and saddled with all of these debts. Pensions are going under at a record pace. A couple of more again this just yesterday, two more popped up. Don't see that on the paper either. But what does that mean? Obviously, that would make companies, would that make companies more profitable or less profitable? If all of a sudden now, hey, we can't move the job. We can't close this factory and go to Mexico. Does that make them more profitable or less profitable? Obviously, it makes them less profitable, because why would they have moved to Mexico? As you said, money. Right? So they can make more money. And every company has to keep making more and more money. So what do you think is going to really happen to Wall Street? Really, when you think about what Donald Trump wants to do, all of these stocks are going to be under huge pressure. Now think about what happens here. For these companies just to try to keep where they're at, they're going to have to start what? Raising prices. Which means what? Inflation is coming. I keep telling you it's coming. And so when you really start to look at the policies, building the wall, 
forcing Amer- holding American companies accountable. All of these things, you, you've got a really, I think, two significant forces that are working here. Right? We have the inflationary forces. Right? Then we have the pressure that Trump is putting on these, what used to be known as American companies, to keep the jobs here. And I, now all of a sudden, you're going to have an equity problem. And not to mention all of the things, let's face it, Donald Trump is going to be what nothing but controversial. Right? Whether that be with China, North Korea, Iran, whatever it may be, and I think we're we're really setting the table here for a huge rally. You know, and all of these people keep talking about how how this is going to be good for equity. I don't see that. Did you see they voted yesterday, late last night? It was close. I think it was fifty-one forty-eight about repealing Obamacare. I did see. I mean, Obamacare has been one of the top headlines. Right. So, so you know, all of these, uh, again, the uncertainty and all of these things, and so you've got a huge amount of factors. You know, what's blowing me away about that Obamacare stuff is he's not even out yet. I mean, there is no... I wish you, he was. Well, no, no, let me, let me tell you one thing. The, 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 the thing that everybody needs to get used to, and it's starting right now, is that political correctness of, you know, not hurting someone's feelings. That's yeah, gone. That's gone. That's gone. And, and right, you know what, quite honestly, this is what we need. It needs to be gone. Because they use this political correctness to destroy this country. Well, they're not sparing any feelings, and that's where it starts. And so now we're sitting here and we're starting to watch all of this unfold. And we're seeing now, you know, gold's up almost now. Well, we're about 20 bucks away from gold being up 100 bucks. Uh, from the lows, and and you're seeing silver's moved over a dollar to an ounce from the lows, almost a dollar and a half from the lows. Because really, when you start to look at what's happening, you start to see exactly what it is that I'm laying out for you, which is you're going to have a stock market that's going to be under pressure. We're going to have inflation, which has been rising, even though they don't want to say it. It's happening. We know it. We all know it. We all see it. We have the deficits have been blowing up. They just haven't, they've been trying to hide it from us. It is going to get worse. And then at the same time, they've been stealing from us for years and years and decades. How about this? You know what? You are supposed to be able to have your money in the bank, buy a CD, and get six, seven, eight percent return. That's been gone for ten years. How would you feel if you found out that our biggest bank? are getting paid interest not to loan out money. In other words, interest that they didn't pay you 
they're getting paid, and they're getting paid from the Federal Reserve to actually make them look like they're a lot more healthier than they really are. How many of you out there know this is happening? Do you know how much free money our central bank handed out to our largest banks? Do you have any idea? In 2016 alone, the Federal Reserve paid our favorite banks $12 billion on their excess reserves. So when you think about why would the Federal Reserve give $12 billion to the bank? Why wouldn't they just give it to us? Because whose money is it that is excessive reserves? How do you get excess reserves? Really simply, we didn't loan out the 90-some percent of customer deposits and we just park it at the Federal Reserve and they hand out, they handed them out $12 billion. How much of that did we get? None. Doesn't that tell you what really is happening? Because why wouldn't they say, hey, by the way, give that interest out to all these customers? Instead, what did they say? Hey, put this on your books, pretend that you made profit So when you release your earnings, everything's going to look a lot better. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, the conservative pro-family broadcast of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a leading voice for the sanctity of life, traditional education, the Constitution, and American sovereignty. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. The only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. This famous quote was from British statesman Edmund Burke, who was born on this day, January 12, in 1729. He is considered one of the most influential orators in British Parliament, and he stands out in history as a staunch defender of the rights of the American colonies and an outspoken opponent of the slave trade. In fact, Edmund Burke was a very influential figure to our founding fathers. Modern conservative theorist Russell Kirk said that the framers of the American Constitution borrowed deliberately and liberally from the English Constitution. The American framers took for their model the English Constitution as it stood between 1760 and 1787, the years when Burke loomed so large in the House of Commons. In a letter to a member of the National Assembly penned in 1791, Edmund Burke wrote, "'What is liberty without wisdom and without virtue?' It is the greatest of all possible evils, for it is folly, vice, and madness without restraint. Men are qualified for civil liberty in exact proportion to their disposition to put moral chains on their own appetites. You see, Edmund Burke and our founding fathers understood the distinct difference between license to do whatever one wishes and the liberty of a free society under the constraint of moral law. That's why the framers wisely followed Burke's philosophy and gave us a constitutional republic, not a democracy. They recognized that rule by simple majority of the mob is no different than the tyranny of an all-powerful monarch. All men must be subject to a higher moral law, and only with a self-governing population, 
under a set of common laws and systems can a society truly have liberty. Many today want to destroy our constitutional rule of law as they target the electoral college, checks and balances in our government, or even basic social and civil laws in our communities, I hope we all say an extra prayer today in thanks for the wisdom of Edmund Burke and our constitutional framers. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. On the blog at pseagles.com, you are invited to take a stand against those who would mock traditional values, slander America, or try to redefine the family. PSEagles.com is your site to speak from the heart, ask questions, and get honest feedback. Won't you join the conversation at PSEagles.com? Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. U.S. $20 Liberties. Uh, we don't have very many left now. So U.S. $20 liberties until they're gone. They're twelve ninety-five, And you pay by check or bank wire $1,295. You're talking like $91, $92 over spot. Uh, just, I, I don't recall, at least in recent history, the last two, three, four years, being that close to spot. And then you think about, you know, $1,295 in the percentage, that small percentage it is above spot, one of the cheapest prices really ever when you use percentages versus dollars. Uh, so I hope you take advantage of that. Uh, we're talking about the dirty tricks. This is how corrupt it really is. So we know that the Fed created $4 trillion just out of thin air. And and pretended, I shouldn't say pretended, and they bought treasuries, $2.46 trillion worth. Then they also bought $1.74 trillion worth of mortgages from these banks. Of course, like I said, they just made up the money. And now they're collecting interest on that money. And here's part of the problem. The the amount of interest they're collecting is is as rates go higher, they're going to make less and less. And eventually these are going to be losers, but that's a different show. Just follow the law. So they made up pretend money, Bought these, bought these debt instruments, and now they get paid interest. Now the Fed, they're nice people. After they pay for the expenses, which apparently it's pretty expensive now to run the Fed, $709 million is the operating expenses of the Federal Reserve for 2016. The money that's left over they pay out to the banks, right, $12 billion worth, and then they remit the remainder to the Treasury Department. makes the debt actually look better than what it is. This is how we, you know how we went above $20 trillion? Right. 
right? And I and, and and we went back below it. Now we're we're still now we're back to like thirty trillion away from twenty trillion again. This was how the Federal Reserve handed the Treasury ninety two billion dollars. Now the problem is. That number two years ago was well over $100 billion, and it keeps falling. And as, as these rates go up, eventually what's going to happen is if the Fed can't get these things off of their balance sheet, which nobody talks about doing, they're actually going to need money from the taxpayer. <laughs> And the whole time, they're giving these banks free money. Matter of fact, when they raised rates by a quarter of a point, which is, you know, supposed to help the banks, this is how they did it. When the banks start reporting these earnings this week, next week, don't be fooled. The Fed just paid them more on their excess reserves. You didn't get anything. I didn't get anything. Wouldn't that be a great stimulus package for the economy? Think about this. If the if the wall only cost fifteen billion, right? And everybody talks about look at all the jobs that could be created, right? If they built the wall and you know, you gotta have all these companies go to work and people go to work all the cement and the rebar and the steel and all this stuff. What if the Federal Reserve, instead of giving it to the banks, put this $12 billion into your bank account? Wouldn't that make a lot of sense? Boy, would you... Why should the bank, and what did they do? Oh, I know, I know what they did. They, they essentially went bankrupt and had to get bailed out by us. That's what they did to earn this $12 billion. And I, and I sit there and I'm thinking to myself, how bad is this stuff? I mean, every time, you know, it's like the onion, you keep peeling it back and you keep peeling it back and you keep peeling. And every time you peel it back, what do you find? More mistruths, more shenanigans, more BS. Right? Everything designed to what? Give the illusion that everything's okay. Because they don't want, you know, let's face it, here's what the one thing they found out, when things weren't okay, right, people started to what? Started to get ready, started to prepare. They don't want you to do that. Matter of fact, it scared them so much that they changed all the rules on you. Now you can't get prepared. When you get scared, when you decide, uh, you know, because let's face it, most people, the Federal Reserve and all of them, they're on TV. I remember when, uh, who was it? Bear Stearns. When Bear Stearns went under. I mean, it was so funny. Eric and I, we, we were living on the air through this. 
they had the the head of Bear Stearns, he was on the idiot box, on CNBC, telling everybody how great of shape Bear Stearns was in. And everybody just needs to relax. Everything's great. All of the, the whole fight, we're fine. A week later, Lehman Brothers was out of business, and Bear Stearns got bought for $2 a share, right? And they, remember that whole little, that was a backdoor deal, right, where the Federal Reserve essentially gave J.P. Morgan the money to buy Bear Stearns and pretended that that was a, a real transaction. And did anyone go to prison for that? Right? Obviously, that guy knew he was lying on national TV. But they don't want you to know. Just like they don't want you to know they handed the bank $12 billion last year just so they could pretend to be profitable. Take to the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. It really is amazing. Last year, they gave the banks $6.9 billion. This year, they're giving them $12 billion. So I'm going to go out on a limb, and the banks are going to say that they earned $5 billion more this year than they did last year. <laughs> well, you know what? One way to call it to your right. on the book. It's an absolute increase. How about this one out of Forbes yesterday? And I keep trying. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to get you to to understand what's really happening. Another emerging financial crisis, this time amongst what they're calling multi-employer pension plans. These plans are a subset of private sector defined pensions covering 10 million workers and retirees. Most critical are the projected bankruptcies now of Teamster Central State and the United Mine Workers of America plan. Of course, those have been making front page news. Well, really back page news. These plans and many others, undermined by the financial market crashes of 2000 and 2009, wait for the next one. Of course, they're the ones that are probably going to cause it this time. Corporate bankruptcies, deregulation, over-regulation. <laughs> I love that one, right? Under-regulation, over-regulation. And now it will take a lot more than the hope to fix them. It says multi-employer plans consist of 1,300 programs found mainly in construction, entertainment, healthcare, manufacturing, retail food, and transportation industries. Did we miss anybody? 
they say at best. And you know that if they, they if this is the best number, you know that's well overstated. All of these plans need a 25% reduction in benefits immediately. Multi-employer plans insured by the U.S. federal government, the PBGC, the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, it keeps separate insurance pools for single and multi-payer plans. And it says that the benefit guarantee for multi multi-employer plans. So when these these plans they're not bankrupt yet. But when they do go bankrupt, the government takes them over. And here's how bad it gets. Because the government pays a whole lot less for these multi employer plans. The most you can get will be $12,870 a year. And that would have required you to put 30 years of service in. From 64000 to twelve. This is what we're looking at. Now you you ask yourself, how is anybody going to do with twelve thousand dollars a year? That's I mean, that's well below the poverty line. But what are you gonna do? You're gonna ask somebody, hey, we're gonna have to cut your pay by eighty percent. The math doesn't work. And then they sit there and they lie to us about it and they pretend that it's not going to happen and they they what? They rob Peter to pay Paul and kick the can down the road and all of a sudden, see, we were supposed to grow our way out of this. Nobody in a million years thought the Federal Reserve would bring interest rates to zero and then leave them there for 10 years. How do you think these these plans were supposed to make all of these returns? Right? They're going to buy bonds and get 8% a year. <laughs> They've essentially bankrupted themselves. And now we sit here and we watch all of this unfold, and, and we're seeing all of these things happen. They They bring three Fed governors out, and all three of them say something different. Why do you think that is? And the answer really is simple. The reason why they're all saying something different is because they already know. It's broken, and it's unfixable. Donald Trump can't save these pensions. Right? (laughs) These employers, let's face it, they're all getting ready to go under just like the cities are, just like the states are, and then all the while they're pretending that everything is wonderful. Next week we're going to get all these bankers. I promise you they're going to be wonderful. But today you know why they're going to be wonderful. Because the Federal Reserve handed them $12 billion to do nothing. 
I think that's the part that angers me the most. What did they do to earn the $12 billion? Now, we didn't loan out any money. We just left the money at the Federal Reserve Bank so we could collect the interest. They're better off getting their half of a percent than trying to loan it to you or I. What does that tell you about how much people actually don't pay their bills? That they'd rather get a half a percent than loan it out. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on a Thursday. Gold's up six, twelve hundred and three. Silver is up, uh, well, up about five or six cents now, sixteen eighty-seven. The Dow is down a hundred and sixty-three points. As I think people are starting to figure out. Wait a minute. Some of these policies that Trump wants. It's actually going to make these companies a whole lot less profitable because they won't be able to just fire the American worker anymore. Uh, down 165 points. The S&P is down 17. Uh, the NASDAQ is down 52. If you're just joining us, the, well, not that the year's that old, but the, the, the best special of the year, uh, U.S. $20 liberties. They're at $1,295, which puts them at like 7% over spot, which is incredible when you're talking about percentage terms. You're talking about 90, what is it, $92, $93 over spot, cheaper than Gold Eagles, cheaper than anything out there. 800-951-0592. We got less than 40 of these left. So take advantage of that if you have the means. That's the, you know, and I always think about when, when, when you're buying gold, I'm less concerned about where gold is. Because I know here in the next 10 years, this is, $1,200 $1,200 is going to look like $250 did back in, in 2001. But the price paid over spot is, is critical. And as you know, when gold gets hot and gold starts running and everybody wants in and Wall Street starts falling, premiums rise. Next thing you know, you're paying $150, $175, $200 over spot. The best, you know what, I was talking to Eric yesterday. He said this to me. He goes, you know, the best time to buy is when no one's buying. And this is what happens when no one buys, the premiums fall. $1,295 for U.S. $20 libs at 800 951 uh, tomorrow, Eric is going to be on. He hasn't been on in a while. I know all of you like when he's in. Uh, it may, may be an Eric and Homer show. By the way, I'm letting you know that. Good enough. And uh, I'll be on my way. Uh, 
I have an appointment at the Bullion Bank in San Diego. Uh, that's always a fun little trip. There's, uh, We'll see. I hope we'll come back with something unique. I don't know. Because, I mean, this place, it's a huge complex. And there is gold. In, I mean, it's everywhere. Like a box of chocolate. I mean, it really is. It's like a kid to candy store. <laughs> that's exciting. You know, one of the things they've got in there is this huge bust or statue of the American Eagle. All right. And it's all silver. Wow. I mean, it's, he won't sell it. I've asked him a bunch of times, but it's, it's incredible. So I look forward to that. Uh, pick up the, the libs. 800-951-0592. Eric will be in tomorrow, and then we won't be back until Tuesday. Take care. Have a great day.